Welcome to the Free Idea Podcast. Today, I have a wonderful, wonderful topic. It's if depression was a character, this would be him. I, there is this um, character in the Bible, you know, the, um, I don't know if it's the Christian, <laughs> it's in all the Bibles, I don't know the same, but this Bible with uh, called Ecclesiastes or Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes, no, I don't know. He sounds like a philosopher just by reading it, but this dude is depression incarnate. When I read it, I, and it's like one of the few chapters in the Bible that I've read completely. And this one I read with such a smile. And it, it surprisingly made me extremely happy and understood that there is somebody like me in here. <laughs> but he's a bit too much. He's, he's quite extra. But I know that a lot of people would identify with this version. If anybody had read this chapter to me in the bible i think i would have been a believer <laughs> immediately hey but nobody did so eh, i have i have my uh, challenges with the bible um i believe in god but the bible itself mm, is very i know that it's a book that has been uh, old for a long time and with that comes a lot of editing every single time a king got a hold of it they would uh, edit words in and out of it so they could match their rules and do whatever they want with the people as long as it's in the bible right but they would it's a book that has been messed with a lot and even this chapter i have my the conclusion of the whole book makes absolutely no sense in my opinion it looks like it was edited in because uh, we'll find out but today i really want to read you this whole chapter is going to be something different than what i usually do and as i read it i'm going to criticize here and there or, or make some points this dude is so depressed. It goes perfect with 2022. A lot of the things that people say now that life has no meaning. Uh, when we die, there is nothing. Um, <laughs> why do the good people die young, but the, the evil live long? All those quotes are found here. And it's Chefkis, the best. It's such a depressive uh, chapter that it makes me happy uh, just that there's somebody out there. <laughs> this is not a unique experience. And I'd like to begin with this one, which is the 118. Um, it says, for with much wisdom comes much sorrow. The more knowledge, the more grief. Uh, uh, uh. Have you heard that before? I know I have heard that before. There's a lot of uh, studies that uh, they come in memes and they say things like the smarter the person you are, the more depressed you are or the more dep or depression is correlated to being smart. And then everybody's like, oh, my God, I'm so smart because I'm depressed. Ah, oh. <laughs> but this is like literally it in the Bible. The more wisdom that you have, the more sorrow, the more knowledge, the more grief. Oof, let's find out this dude i mean oh there's so many amazing quotes that i'm just gonna be pulling them all out and i think it would be unfair to just uh, scrap this book so let's go ahead and give it a good read so let's go here to the uh the whole chapter 
it's kind of long, but uh, let's go ahead and read it together. And I'll go along here. So, there are two words of the teacher, the son of David, king in Jerusalem. And it says, futilities of futilities, says the teacher. Futilities of futilities. Everything is futile. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Who would have thought everything is futile, huh? Everything is meaningless. What does a man gain from all his labor at which he toils under the sun? Generations come and generations go, but the earth remains forever. The sun rises and the sun sets. It hurries back to where it rises. The wind blows southward and turns northward. Round and round it swirls. So uh, I'm just going to here come in here. This dude is basically saying, why work? Um, or what do you get from work? Generations will, will happen. They will die. The sun doesn't care. Like it will continue. The earth keeps spinning. The wind keeps blowing. Uh, whether you're here or not, uh, nothing matters. It's just incredible. The whole poem he's talking about how nothing matters. It's either it's meaningless. There's a few translations. He would say something like everything is meaningless or everything is futile or everything is fleeting. Um, fleeting apparently is the more more accurate one. Or it's like vapor. Fleeting like vapor. There's also another one that is apparently accurate with the original translation. But it's like like the vapor it just goes away or it's like meaningless or it's like fast going. Whew, let's continue. Uh, all the rivers flow into the sea, yet the sea is never full. To the place from which the streams come, there again they flow. All things are worrisome, more than one can describe. The eye is not satisfied with seeing, nor the ear content with hearing. What has been will be again, and what has been done will be done again. There is nothing new under the sun. Alla madre. Did you read that part? It says that what whatever has happened on earth has already happened or like, you know, like if somebody has done an action on earth, somebody else has done it before. What has been done will be done again and there is nothing new under the sun. Now, that could be argued, of course. I mean, this dude is super extremely depressive. Um, I don't think uh, there was a time where nuclear energy was not a thing. <laughs> so somebody came up and did it. The nuclear bombs were in the thing. Somebody came up and did it. Um, so there you go. That's the argument. But it's also a feeling that most people have when at whatever age you are, you look up at celebrities or any other person who you look up to and you think, well, that person is doing something incredible and there's no way that I can do it either. Or... That person who is doing exactly that, nobody has ever done or will ever do again. And that's perhaps true, but also, um, I forgot where my point was. <laughs> Let me continue. Is there a case where one can say, look, this is new. It has already existed. In the ages before us, there is no remembrance of those who came before, and those yet to come will not be remembered by those who follow after. This dude is saying those who die will not be remembered and those who came come later uh, will not be remembered by the future ones either. But somebody has done it. Kind of like uh, Leonardo. He was an inventor and he created a lot of things, but we do remember him. However, maybe there was another inventor who did other things that we just don't remember anymore. Uh, people who have no names. And we don't know if in a thousand years from now, the people 
of the future will remember who Leonardo da Vinci was or Albert Einstein. Maybe, maybe who knows, right? Maybe a thousand years from now, he will be forgotten. And that's kind of what this means. Like basically nothing is meaning, meaningful. And now it says, with wisdom comes sorrow. I, the teacher, was king over Israel in Jerusalem. Oh, this is a beautiful part. Uh, some speculate that this guy, I forgot what his name was. Uh, he is one of those kings who was very rich. And he's going to tell you that he had every desire that a human could ever want. And nothing made him happy. He had all the women, all the money, uh, everything that he desired, he got. And he just thought everything was meaningless. Like, this is the dude that did it all and was depressed. <laughs> so let's go on. He is the king of, of Jerusalem or what? Israel. And I set my mind to seek and explore by wisdom all that is done under heaven. What a heavy burden God has laid upon the sons of men to occupy them. So it's like, what a, what a burden for him to be this guy who's going to explore everything there is on earth, which is one of the uh, criticisms that this book has, that nothing on earth is meaningful. That's why you look up at heaven, where it is meaning, meaningful. So I don't care about that meaning. I have seen all the things that are done under the sun and have found them all to be futile, a pursuit of the wind. So you see, like paper or meaningless or futile, uh, useless, just like the wind. What is crooked cannot be strengthened. What is lacking cannot be counted. I said to myself, behold, I have grown and increased in wisdom beyond all those before me who were, who were over Jerusalem. And my mind has observed a wealth of wisdom and knowledge. So he's saying, I'm a smarty pants and the best at all. So I set my mind to know wisdom and madness and the folly. I learned that this too is a pursuit of the wind. A pursuit of the wind, uh, again, um, fleeting, meaningless paper. For with much wisdom comes much sorrow. And as knowledge grows, grief increases. Basically, he's never going to be satisfied. Poor guy. <clears throat> poor, poor guy. So he continues, the futility, futility of pleasure. I said to myself, come now, I will test you with pleasure. Enjoy what is good. But it proved to be futile. I said, I said of laughter, it is folly and a pleasure. What does it accomplish? I sought to cheer my body with wine and to embrace folly. My mind still guided me with wisdom until I could see what was worthwhile for men to do under heaven during the few days of their lives. God damn this dude. The few days of their lives. I expanded my pursuits, I built houses, I planted vineyards for myself, I made gardens and parks where I planted all kinds of fruit trees, I built reservoirs of water for my flourishing trees, I acquired my servants and maid servants, and servants were born in my house, I also owned more herds and flocks, anyway, okay, we get it, yeah. okay, this dude did everything, he got gardens, he got servants, and I accumulated for myself silver and gold and the treasure of kings and provinces. I gathered to myself male and female singers and the delights of the sons of men, many concubines. You know what that means? Prostitutes. But in a nice way. <laughs> a nice way to say it. He had a lot of sexy time and he had a lot of gold. So he had those dollar bills. He had, had, he had those bags, you know. He was the rapper of rappers. He had it all. 
So I became great and surpassed all in Jerusalem who had preceded me, and my wisdom remained with me. Anything my eyes desired, I did not deny myself. No, 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 no. I refused my heart no pleasure, for my heart took delight in all my work, and this was the reward for all my labor. So he's making the excuse, or not the excuse, but the reasoning of, hey, I work for this, and I will give myself everything I want. So, you know, I want wine, I'll get wine. I want a beer when I get home, I'll get a beer. Um, I want to have sexy time at three o'clock on a Monday. <laughs> I got concubines. So, uh, and I do this because I earned it. I worked hard for it. Yet, when I considered all the works that my hands had accomplished and what I had toiled to achieve, I found everything to be Futile. So I guess this is the word that this translation is going to use. Futile. Uh, there's different translations. Some say meaningless. Vapor. Uh, this one says futile. A pursuit of the wind. There was nothing to be gained under the sun. The wise and the foolish. Then I turned to consider wisdom and madness and folly for what more can the king's successors do than what has already been accomplished. And I saw that wisdom exceeds folly, just as light exceeds darkness. I'm sorry, I don't know what folly means. He likes to say that a lot. <sighs> Let me see if I can check what folly means, because I just... I saw that wisdom is better than folly. Wisdom is better than foolishness. Oh, okay, so foolishness. Just as light is better than darkness. Okay. I think I'm going to read this translation <laughs> more. For the wise can see where they are going, but fools walk in the dark. Yet I saw that the wise and the foolish share the same fate. So he's going to go to the topic of, it doesn't matter if you're dumb or you're smart, both of you are going to die. <laughs> I tell you this dude is, oh my, I love him. Oh, so, yet I also came to realize that one fate overcomes them both. So I said to myself, the fate of the fool will also befall me. What then have I gained by being wise? And I said to myself that this too is futile. So even if he's smart, he's going to die just like the fools. And what did he get from being smart? This also is meaningless. For there is no lasting remembrance of the wise just as with the fool, seeing that both will be forgotten in the days to come. Alas, the wise man will die just like the fool. So I hated life. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Because the work that is done under the sun was grievous to me, for everything is futile and a pursuit of the wind. <clears throat> the futility of work. I, I know you're smart enough to. Sometimes I guess I'm just going to read it and let you enjoy it instead of interrupting all the time. I hated all for which I had toiled under the sun. Toiled means work. Because I must leave it to the man who comes after me. And who knows whether that man will be wise or foolish. Yet he will take over all the labor at which I have worked skillfully under the sun. This too is futile. Look at that. He's like a, like so selfish. He's like, whatever fruit I get of my labor, when I die, somebody else will get it. And, you know, he will also die. <laughs> so what's the point? This is so hardcore, right? It's like when people say, what's the point of having children? Um, because you will bring them to a horrible world where they're going to have to work under the sun. And then when you die yourself, the father, 
you will pass on everything you did to your children and then your children are going to have children but their lives are just going to be as miserable and they're going to have to go through the same issues that you did as an adult and old man and you know everybody dies that's the thing i'm going to tell you right now <laughs> this dude is beyond depression <laughs> this is what depression feels like nothing has meaning uh <laughs> so if if you feel identified with this guy I have news for you. So my heart began to despair over all the labor that I had done under the sun. When there is a man who has labored with wisdom, knowledge, and skill, and he must give his portion to a man who has not worked for it, this too is futile and a great evil. For what does a man get for all the toil and striving with which he labors under the sun? Huh? Indeed. All his days are filled with grief. His task is sorrowful. Even at night, his mind does not go to rest. This is too futile. Um, I think he's saying, like, you may work and give some money to somebody else who is not working. Uh, and this, to him, is not only useless, but also kind of evil because he didn't work for it. He didn't go through the grief that he did. And this is something everybody can ident identify with. His mind does not rest at night, even at night. You know, it's like when you're uh, awake at night, just thinking of oh, all the bills I have to pay, oh, all the tests that I have to do, oh, all the studying, all the this, all the that. Nothing is better for a man than to eat and drink and enjoy his work. Now, this is the part where I like him a lot. He may be depressed on everything, but this is something <laughs> that he does find meaning in. Like he doesn't find meaning in it, but it also is any uh, like what there is in the world he he repeats this phrase like uh, three times or four times in the whole chapter that everything is meaningless useless futile but please do enjoy to eat drink and enjoy your work and then he later on will add and enjoy your woman <laughs> and, and he doesn't seem to like god very much nothing is better for a man than to eat and drink and enjoy his work I have also seen that this is from the hand of God, for apart from him who can eat and who can find enjoyment, to the man who is pleasing in his sight he gives wisdom and knowledge and joy, but to the sinner he assigns the task of gathering and accumulating that which he will hand over to the one who pleases God. This too is futile in the pursuit of the wind. I'm sorry I didn't really understand this part. I know your verse more than you did, I didn't. So I'm gonna read the easy version for kids right now. So I decided there's nothing better than to enjoy food and drink and to find satisfaction in work. Then I realized that these pleasures are from the hand of God. For who can eat or enjoy anything apart from him? God gives wisdom, knowledge, and joy to those who please him. But if a sinner becomes wealthy, God takes the wealth away and gives it to those who please him. This too is meaningless, like chasing the wind. For everything there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven. Oh, I love this part. This does. Um, this is a phrase that I like to use uh, nowadays. <clears throat> to everything there is a season, like yes, there is a season to struggle, where nothing's gonna go your way. There is a time where everything is gonna work out for you out of nowhere. 
there's a time when people are gonna start lending you a hand and everything's just gonna fall into place there's a time where people are going to die and you're going to be sad and a lot of bad things are going to start happening from then on um, there's a time when you will finally relax from all your hard work and then you know you get back to real life and things like that so this is a long phrase but he goes to everything there is a season and a time for every purpose under heaven a time to be born and a time to die a time to plant and a time to uproot a time to kill and a time to heal a time to break down and a time to build a time to weep a time to laugh a time to mourn and a time to dance a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing a time to search and a time to count as lost a time to keep and a time to discard a time to tear and a time to mend a time to be silent and a time to speak a time to love and a time to hate a time for war and a time for peace oh i love this part yep there's a time for everything to everything there is a season uh, of course he goes um, far too like nobody's gonna identify with some of this but i know with most of you will be able to oh that's that's great it's just it's i don't know about you but i feel very nice to know that um this has been spoken before you know this depression thing that is very trendy right now uh, as of a few years ago is nothing new even the bible had it some king that had it all uh, realized that everything was meaningless um <clears throat> and he even said that um everything that has been done has been done under the sun or so here it is this same phrase a lot of the phrases that you've heard right now like you think they're new they're actually uh, very resembling to what you hear here when you listen here for example when he's when he's saying this that there's a time for everything but he says to everything there is a season but there's a phrase that is very common for someone to tell you oh, don't worry you didn't get the thing you wanted there's time for everything it's not your time this is 2022 years old isn't it <laughs> well that's just jesus i don't know how much the bible is old is the bible as old as jesus i wonder ah but uh, a lot of the anyway let's continue god's work remain forever what does the worker gain from his toil i have seen the burden that god has laid upon the sons of men to occupy them he has made everything beautiful in its time he has also said eternity in the hearts of men, yet they cannot fathom the work that God has done from the beginning to end. I know that there is nothing better for them to, than to rejoice and do good while they live, and also that every man should eat and drink and find satisfaction in all his labor. There you go. Once again, you should eat, drink, and find satisfaction in your labor. This is the gift of God, which is an amazing thing to say because I do love eating. <laughs> and drinking like who doesn't uh, but the part where it says satisfaction in your labor that is um, something that you have to do by yourself uh, the work that you do like if you're in uh, college and you're going for a career when you graduate you're not necessarily going to work on your career um, whatever life takes you just know that you are not going to enjoy the work you really are not going to 
because you're getting paid to do it if it was really enjoyable you would you would do it for free like nobody would pay you <laughs> kind of like your hobbies right you like to play basketball you like to do sports or play music uh, you like to play games you would do that for free because <laughs> if somebody's paying you to do that there's a lot of work involved that like yes sure it's painful uh, but the money helps uh, so when that happens and it will I recommend you to find satisfaction in in whatever you are doing at the moment well, for example in my job I just uh, spray for bugs nothing too cool but I find a satisfaction in the beautiful views that I see the farms trees the sky the sound of the wind being outside uh, going uphill downhill using my legs and my knees I find satisfaction in that I also find satisfaction in doing a job well done to my standards and whatever those standards are <laughs> and I find satisfaction in little things here and there sometimes uh, I find a really nice customer and, and we have a good chat right I help them out they're happy that is my satisfaction in my labor <clears throat> so he's saying that this is the gift of God so okay I guess I know that everything God does endures forever nothing can be added to it or taken from it God does it so that they should fear him what exists has already been and when will be has already been for God will call you to account what has passed I am completely lost at all that conjunction of words that he just said so I'm gonna go here with the easy translation so I concluded there is nothing better than to be happy and enjoy ourselves as long as we can and people should eat and drink and enjoy the fruits of their labor for these are gifts from God and I know that whatever God does is final nothing can be added to it or taken from it God's purpose is that people should fear him. Well, I don't know what he means by fearing him, really. I don't think he means literally. What is happening now has happened before. <laughs> I just imagine God appearing out of a corner going, boo. <laughs> what is happening now has happened before, and what will happen in the future has happened before. Because God makes the same things happen over and over again. Hmm. History doesn't repeat itself, but it often rhymes. It feels like history does repeat itself a lot. I also notice that under the sun there is evil in the courtroom. Yes, even the courts of law are corrupt. Who would have thought? This is something that anybody can tell you in any country. Their courts are corrupt. And even this person 2000 something ago knew about it. I said to myself, in due season, God will judge everyone, both good and bad, for all their deeds. You ever heard that phrase? God will judge everyone. I also thought about the human condition, how God proves to people that they are like animals. God damn. Okay, mister. For people and animals share the same fate. Both breathe and both must die. So people have no real advantage over the animals. How meaningless. I'm switching translations. I like this translation more. <laughs> but... Ah, Ecclesiastes, this dude believes that animals and people share the same fate, which is to die. Well, okay, breathe and die, which is strange because I remember learning from the Bible that 
humans go to heaven because they have a soul and animals don't go to heaven because they have no soul. However, this guy right here, who is in the Bible, says that we are just like animals, sharing the same fate. If he So that to me means that either we don't go to heaven then, because animals don't go to heaven, or our pets come to heaven with us because we share the same fate. <laughs> or maybe we just die, which is why I tell you that this dude is super depressed. It doesn't look like he believes in heaven. He just believes that you die and that's it. <clears throat> Both go to the same place. They came from dust and they return to Burger King. No, to dust. For who can prove the human spirit goes up and the spirit of animals goes down into the earth? Oh, oh, I wasn't expecting him to say that. For who can prove that the human spirit goes up? And the spirit of animals goes down into the earth. Hey, that's just what I was talking about. He's like even doubting that you can prove that humans go to heaven and animals go into hell or just stay in earth actually. Goes down into the earth. Question mark. So I saw that there is nothing better for people than to be happy in their work. That is our lot, our toil, our work in life, our struggle. And no one can bring us back to see what happens after we die. God damn, this dude. I know that he's very human because he has not seen heaven or hell. He's just giving you the very human perspective. So th that's what I love about this chapter because it contradicts a lot of what the Bible believes in, which is a heaven, uh, a l afterlife. This dude is like us. There's no way to prove it if there's a heaven because everybody who dies never come back. Quite scientific guy. No, no evidence, no results. Again, I observed all the oppression that takes place under the sun. I saw the tears of the oppressed with no one to comfort them. The oppressors have great power and their victims are helpless. Ooh, ooh. So I concluded that the dead are better off than the living. <laughs> Super depressed guy. So those who are dead have it really good compared to those who are alive right now. But most fortunate. Ooh, who is more fortunate than the, than the dead? Let me see. But most fortunate of all are those who are not yet born. For they have not seen all the evil that is done under the sun. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So if you're alive, you're, you have it bad. But you know who has it better than you? A dead person. Now, if you're dead, that's pretty good. No problems, no worries, no feelings, no thoughts, no anxiety. But who has it better than those who are dead? Those who have not been born at all because <laughs> they never had a taste of it. You know, it, it sounds a lot like those people like, why, why even have kids? Um, just just going to bring them into this world of pain. They're better off not being born. It's like, ooh, ooh, ooh. I know that this, this guy is super depressive, but... Something about him about him gives me joy that maybe he's very exaggerated. He's the character of it all. He's depression itself. He's meaningless itself. And and that makes me feel nice. Like, okay, well, I'm not that bad. <laughs> I'm not like that, at least. I have some of it, but chill. Then I observe that most people are motivated to success because they envy their neighbors. 
But this too is meaningless, like chasing the wind. That's self-explanatory. Fools fold their idle hands, leading them to ruin. In other words, the fools fold his hands and eat his own flesh. Fools fold their hands and ruin themselves. I don't know. Maybe they don't do anything. They're lazy and nothing comes their way because they never work. And yet, better to have one handful with quietness than two handfuls with hard work and chasing the wind. Or better handful with tranquility than two handfuls with toil and chasing after. I don't get it. Does he mean it's better to to earn something and be chill than to earn two of something and struggle a lot? I think that's what he means. Like, just just take something and just be relaxed with your life or take two of that like a greedy person because you're, you like to hustle and hustle is meaningless. Again, I saw something meaningless under the sun. What else did you see, Mr. Ecclesiastes? There was a man all alone. He had neither son nor brother. There was no end to his toil. Yet his eyes were not content with his wealth. For who am I tolling? he asked. And why am I depriving myself of enjoyment? This too is meaningless, a miserable business. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up, but pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Also, if two lie down together, they will keep warm, but how can one keep warm alone? Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. So he's telling you, you know, um, reminds me of what Shirlene tells me that this life is built for marriage, like for two people. Because if you're trying to go through this world all by yourself, it gets very expensive. Like if you try to pay rent all by yourself, oh boy, good luck. You also have to buy groceries. But if you get sick and you cannot work and you're all by yourself, you're going to lose the house. So it's, it's a lot easier for your life to be in a partnership with another person. And we can talk about like female and male or just like friends. You can have a bunch of friends living in the same house or a family. Uh, it's way easier to go through hard times with other people who can lift you up, who can defend you, who is not quickly broken, who is not overpowered, things like this. So the wisdom here is astounding. Better a poor but wise youth than an old but foolish king who no longer knows how to heed a warning. It is better be to be poor but wise than an old and foolish king who refuses all advice. <laughs> I know a lot of people who refuse advice. <clears throat> it's like uh, the boomer, right? The boomer who doesn't learn that times have changed. Such a youth could rise from poverty and succeed. He might even become king, though he has been in prison. Or he may have been born in poverty within his kingdom. Oh my god, this is uh, confusing, but I like the phrase. I saw that all who lived and walked under the sun followed the youth, the king's successor. Uh, there was no end to all the people who were before them, but those who came later were not pleased with a successor. This too is meaningless, a chasing after the wind. This is interesting. 
it's like uh, generations you know how they fight oh my generation is better than yours because this and that oh my generation is better than you because we are younger and we are open <laughs> but he says that uh, there was no end to all the people who were before them and those who came later were not pleased with the successors so it's basically that the generations will always fight the old people are gonna be like, mm, i don't like these young people but this too is meaningless it's just something that is going to continuously going to happen sorry these generations are always going to have beef with each other guard your steps when you go to the house of god go near to listen rather than to offer the sacrifice of fools who do not know that they do wrong uh, another translation keep your ears open and your mouth shut it is evil to make mindless offerings to god like it it's just like just listen don't make rash promises and don't be hasty in bringing matters before God. After all, God is in heaven and you are here on earth. So let your words be few. Um, I don't know what to take out of that. <laughs> it sounds like God is chilling over there and you're here in, in earth. So you have it bad. A dream comes when there are many cares and many words mark the speech of a fool. Or too much activity gives you restless dreams. Too many words make you a fool. Um, I guess when you make a promise to God, don't delay in following through. For God takes no pleasure in fools. Keep all the promises you make to him. Well, yeah, right? Follow your word. I mean, you can think of following your word for, your word for God or for yourself. But as long as you always do what you said... Um, if you do it you'll feel good if you don't do it you'll feel miserable <clears throat> this is like easy somebody says oh i'm gonna go to the gym this week doesn't go to the gym you're gonna feel bad they're gonna feel uh guilty lazy fatter than they actually are <laughs> so go ahead and follow your words it's actually gonna do you good it is better not to make a vow than to make one not fulfill it mm -hmm. you see what we're talking about do not let your mouth lead you into sin, and do not protest to the temple messenger. My bow, my vow was a mistake. Why should God be angry at what you say and destroy the work of your hands? That would make God angry, and he might wipe out. What the fuck? <laughs> Much dreaming and many words are meaningless. Therefore, fear God. Ah, yes, of course. If you see the poor oppressed in a district, and justice and rights denied... Do not be surprised at such things, for one official is eyed by a higher one, and over them both are others higher still. So, if there are people that are being oppressed, rights denied and all that stuff, even those people who are oppressing, like let's say the cops are oppressing some uh, protesters, even the cops are being oppressed by their chief and even the chief is being oppressed by the let's say the governor even the governor is being oppressed by the president or whoever works for the president that increase from the land is taken by all the king himself profits from the field ooh, ooh, ooh. even the king milks the land for his own profit yes sir even the king is selfish those who love money We'll never have enough. How meaningless to think that wealth brings true happiness. Ooh, that is great. 
because he says those who love money and in fact all the other translations say the same thing king james says he that loveth silver shall not be satisfied with silver nor he that loveth abundance with increase this is also vanity so once again the love of money is the problem not money itself because he says um how, how many of us to think that wealth brings true happiness maybe the keyword is true happiness or something but uh, the point is if you love money you're never going to be satisfied so you're not going to be happy because you're loving money so i would tell you please do please do get some money and use it in a way that makes you happy buy somebody a drink buy yourself an ice cream <laughs> uh, buy somebody a gift give money to somebody who needs it that you care about um invite people to go have fun somewhere at a theme park money does buy happiness just don't love money so that you become too selfish to give it away and share it with others the more you have the more people come to help you spend it so what good is wealth except perhaps to watch it slip through your fingers <laughs> yes people who work hard sleep well whether they eat little or much but the rich seldom get a good night's sleep self-explanatory there is another serious problem i have seen under the sun hoarding riches harms the saver you see those greedy people oh there's a lot of greed going on right now a lot of rent going up 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 and a lot of billionaires that have far too much money is put into risky investments that turn sour and everything is lost in the end, there is nothing left to pass on to one's children. We all come to the end of our lives as naked and empty-handed, as on the day we were born. We can't take our riches with us. Duh. Except Egyptians, I guess they can. They died and they, they were buried with all their treasures because they believe in bringing your credit card to heaven. And this too... It's a very serious problem. In fact, if you did bring your credit card to heaven, what would you buy? That's a good question for a journal. If you're a teacher and you're making your students write, uh, I know that schools are very punishing with religion, so uh, maybe go ahead and say, if you died and there was an afterlife and you take your credit card with you, what would you buy? <laughs> if you had a million dollars in the afterlife, what would you buy? <laughs> I don't know, an imaginary Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> and then you start hitting them with okay but how does he drive in the clouds oh he flies well why didn't you buy wings oh <laughs> this is why those who are not born are happier and this too is a very serious problem people leave this world no better off than when they came all their hard work is for nothing like working for the wind Ah, Ecclesiastes, my favorite depressed guy. Throughout their lives, they live under a cloud, frustrated, discouraged, and angry. Yeah, what a weird life is that. Even so, I have noticed one thing, at least, that is good. It is good for people to eat, drink, and enjoy their work under the sun during the short life God has given them, and to accept their lot in life. Mwah, chef kiss. See that? Italians know what to do. They eat, drink, and enjoy their work. <laughs> and accept your lot in life. Accept your, your work. Accept your fate. 
just accept it. Just be like, hey, it is what it is. And it is a good thing to receive wealth from God and the good health to enjoy it. To enjoy your work and accept your lot in life. This is indeed a gift from God. Hey, it is a good thing to receive wealth from God and the good health to enjoy it. And be appreciated of what you have. Maybe your health is not the best, but at least it is better than somebody else's who has it worse. God keeps such people so busy enjoying life that they take no time to brood over the past. Uh, I'll, I'll read another one, another translation. They seldom reflect on the days of their life because God keeps them occupied with the gladness of heart. So it's like you're so happy, you're not even thinking of your past or some something that is worrying you. I like that. There is another serious strategy I have seen under the sun, and it weighs heavily on humanity. Ooh, it's a humanity problem. Let's see what you got, what you got. God gives some people great wealth and honor and everything they could ever want, but then he doesn't give them the chance to enjoy these things. They die, and someone else, even a stranger, ends up enjoying their wealth. This is meaningless and sickening tragedy. I wonder what real-life example is this. Some people get great wealth, honor, and everything they could want, but then they don't get a chance to enjoy it. They die and somebody else gets it, maybe even a stranger. And they end up enjoying their wealth. Wow. Wow. I guess it's maybe like those people who work very hard, but it's self-explanatory. But it, it is a tragedy. A man might have a hundred children and live to be very old, but if he finds no satisfaction in life and doesn't even get a decent burial, he would he, it would have been better for him to be born dead. Yeah. Yeah, my dude. Yeah. Yeah, what life is that, my dude? You have a hundred children and you were old, but you never lived a happy life? They didn't even bury you nicely? Eh, you better be born dead. <laughs> oh, this dude, this dude would be cancelled in today. Exactly, Astis. He would be cancelled. That was uh, Ecclesiastes 6.3, just so you can cancel him now. His birth would have been meaningless and he would have ended in darkness. He wouldn't even have had a name. And he would never have seen the sun or known of its existence. Yet he would have had more peace than in growing up to be an unhappy man. Damn. He might live a thousand years twice over but still not find contentment. And since he must die like everybody else, what's the use? Oof. So if you're sad, it doesn't matter if you live twice. You're, you're a sad person. <laughs> I really hope nobody with depression is listening to this because they're going to be like, oh, so the solution is killing myself. Yeah, because <laughs> this is what it sounds like. <laughs> Which is why I don't really like his view. And this is why I tell you that he is depression itself. This is what depression tells you. When you're in that mood, this is what it feels like. Nothing has meaning. Might as well kill myself. I wouldn't feel anything. If I was dead, I would be better. And those who didn't, uh, who weren't born, even have it better than me right now. <clears throat> this is depression speaking. If you ever have this, like you identify with what he's saying, you have depression. <laughs> you have tasted it a little bit. All people spend their lives scratching for food, but they never seem to have enough. 
Yeah, that's true. Right now, recession is hitting hard. Eggs are $4. I never have enough eggs. So are wise people really better off than fools? Do people, do poor people gain anything by being wise and knowing how to act in front of others? Now, this speaks to me because I like to act good in front of others. But he's saying, like, does it really matter? Well, let's enjoy what you have rather than desiring what you don't have. Just dreaming about nice things is meaningless, like just in the wind. Self-explanatory. Everything has already been decided. It was known long ago what each person would be. So there's no use arguing with God about your destiny. He believes in fate, like set in stone. The more words you speak, the less they mean. So what good are they? In the few days of our meaningless lives, who knows how our days can be best spent? Our lives are like a shadow. Who can tell what will happen on this earth after we're gone? A good reputation is more valuable than costly perfume. And the day you die is better than the day you're born. <laughs> better to spend your time at funerals than at parties. <laughs> after all, everybody dies. So the living should take this to the heart. <laughs> uh, this is the phrase to summarize him right here. Better to spend your time at funerals than at parties. <laughs> After all, everybody dies. Oh, Ecclesiastes. I'm glad I didn't meet you. Sorrow is better than laughter. For sadness has a refining influence on us. Oh boy. Oh boy. A wise person thinks a lot about death. While a fool thinks only about having a good time. Hey, I think I want to be a fool. Really. I think you're too wise right now. Better to be criticized by a wise person than to be praised by a fool. A fool's laughter is quickly gone, like thorns crackling in a fire. This also is meaningless. Extortion turns wise people into fools, and bribes corrupts the heart. Finishing is better than starting. Patience is better than pride. I like this phrase because this is um, kind of refreshing for me. You know how some people... I believe the opposite. Starting is better than finishing. Uh, just get it started. Don't, I don't care how. Uh, just get it started. Just so you can like my podcast. I just have to start it. I don't think of perfection. <clears throat> Actually, I changed my mind. I like this phrase. Because I don't care how I start. I like how I continue. I don't know if I'll ever finish. But finishing is better than starting. Patience is better than pride. Control your temper, for anger labels you a fool. Don't long for the good old days. This too is not wise. The good old days. Wisdom is even better when you have money. Both are a benefit as you go through life. Wisdom and money can get you almost anything, but only wisdom can save your life. There are different translations, so I don't know why wisdom would save your life. Wisdom is just is a shelter as money is a shelter. But the advantage of knowledge is this. Wisdom preserves those who have it. Hmm. Maybe it means that wisdom cannot be taken away from you. Whatever you learn. Even if you go to the concentration camp in Nazi Germany. Um, and they stripped you out of everything. You still have your wisdom with you. Which is what happened to Viktor Frankl. A famous psychologist or something to do with psychology. <laughs> He was doing his master's degree or PhD, about actually finished it, 
he was ready to turn it in and when he got kidnapped by the uh, soldiers taken to the concentration camp he learned a lot and he was uh, very watchful of everything and he basically told us that the meaning of happiness anyways that's a whole nother topic but it's an interesting guy uh, but i would like to say that he stinks that you make meaning into your life and as long as you have meaning you can withstand everything that life throws at you so he saw a lot of people uh, they wanted to survive the concentration camp so they could see their wife and when it was all over they did live through it and then they realized their wife was dead a long time ago and then they became extremely depressed but they lived through the concentration camp so that was his point as long as you have a meaning, something to look forward to, um, you will make it. <clears throat> Except the way God does things. For who can strengthen what he has made crooked? I know, right? Like those people who are trying to fix people that are all destroyed. God made them that way. <laughs> Stop. I mean, not really, right? But enjoy prosperity while you can. But when hard times strike... Realize that both come from God. Remember that nothing is certain in this life. I like that part because people forget. They say, God, do nice things for me. Do this, do that. Sure. And then something terrible, terrible happens. And then they're like, oh, no, that's the devil. The devil did that. No, no, no. God wouldn't do that. No, no. Here he's telling you that when hard times strike, realize that both are coming from God. Another translation says, but when times are bad, consider this. God has made the one as well as the other. Therefore, no one can discover anything about their future. You see, nobody. But there's a lot of money in trying to predict the future. Everybody who tries to predict the future get like a lot of money. They get a lot of celebrity status. Uh, those people who do stock trading, who try to predict the future. Those who try to predict the elections. Those who try to predict the war. Uh, what is going to happen? We try to predict the uh, economy. Is it going to get better or worse? Are you going to buy your house? Is it the best time to do this, to do that? There's a lot of money in that. But essentially, nobody knows what's truly going to happen. Exactly, word by word. Maybe they do get it right a little bit, like the general idea, but not word by word. I have seen everything in this meaningless life, mm, chef kiss, including the death of good young people and the long life of wicked people that's what i was talking about before so don't be too good or too wise why destroy yourself don't be too overrageous overrageous neither be overwise so this part i love because the bible doesn't really teach you this the bible always tries to teach you to be the best version of yourself or like a super saint like always away from sin doing the best that you can but this guy here from the bible is telling you don't be too good or too wise <laughs> why destroy yourself and he will continue saying something like that on the other hand don't be too wicked either don't be a fool why die before your time pay attention to these instructions for anyone who fears god will avoid both extremes one wise person is stronger than ten enemies. What he, what I get from here is don't be too good. Don't be too evil. Be both. 
a little bit of each, which is something no one ever tells you. Like everybody says, be the best. No, do be evil a little bit because you don't want, and why? You don't want somebody to take advantage of your goodness. And it has happened a lot. People who are too good to say yes to everything at work, they say yes to every friend who asks for money or like anything, they ask for anything, you're always there. It's gonna take you for granted. They're gonna throw you away. It happens to all of us that are too good. If you're too evil, you are going to, well, make a lot of enemies. Everybody's gonna hate you. Nobody's gonna support you in the time when you really need it. And that's gonna hurt a lot. <clears throat> but he's saying, don't be too evil. Don't be too good. If you're too good, you will die early. If you're too evil, Wait, both of them you will die early? If you're too good, why destroy yourself? And if you're too evil, why die before your time? It's pretty strange, but basically, for your sake, be both. And something that Jordan Pearson had said before, he's a psychologist that has said, know your demons and control them or just know them. Because when you know what you're capable of um, and you're able to control that, then you have like a certain confidence in you and you know when somebody is trying to take advantage of you with that same evil because it's like that phrase uh, it takes one to know one if you're a scammer and you calm that down and then somebody tries to scam you later you'll be like hey i know exactly what you're doing because i did the same i was in your shoes but i'm not going to be a fool i'm not going to be too good thanks to my evil past. Pay attention to these instructions. For anyone who fears God will avoid both extremes. One wise person is stronger than 10 leading citizens of a town. Not a single person on earth is always good and never sins. Don't eavesdrop on others. You may hear your servant curse you. <laughs> Don't pay attention to every word people say or you may hear your servant cursing you. This is true, please. Um, it's literally true. And it's also a reference to, you don't need to know everything. So, uh, you may, f you don't want to know everything because you may find what you don't want to find. For you know how often you yourself have cursed others. Ooh, you're not, you're not a good person. I have always tried my best to let wisdom guide my thoughts and actions. I said to myself, I am determined to be wise. But it didn't work. Wisdom is always distant and difficult to find. I searched everywhere, determined to find wisdom and to understand the reason for things. I was determined to prove to myself that wickedness is stupid and that foolishness is madness. So he is like me right now. <clears throat> and I bet you like a lot of other people. You search for wisdom. You try to understand things. You, you try to see why things happen. And you try to prove that evil is bad and let's see what he find out I discovered that a seductive woman is a trap more bitter than death her passion is a snare and her soft hands are chains those who are pleasing to God will escape her but sinners will be caught in her snare it's interesting because uh, if you stay away from everything that is displeasing to God like sins and you'll find a sinful woman uh, it's kind of like a toxic woman. I don't. Um, 
how he's just saying that if you are like you know what's good you will definitely avoid her if you don't know what's good <laughs> you're fucked <laughs> i guess you'll enjoy it but he does say that it's a trap more bitter than death and yeah, that is true if you're in a terrible toxic relationship let me tell you it is worse than death at least death is quick right this is my conclusion says the teacher I discovered this after looking at the matter from every possible angle. Though I have searched repeatedly, I have not found what I was looking for. Only one out of a thousand men is virtuous, but not one woman. <laughs> I tell you, this dude will be cancelled right now. Virtuous. Virtuous is like doing all the right things, knowing all the right behaviors, uh, like be for example you can be nice around people or you can be annoying around people or you can be incredible around people so if you're incredible you're virtuous if you're nice you're okay if you're annoying you're not virtuous it's kind of like that uh, but he says only one man out of a thousand is virtuous and not one woman <laughs> i mean this is the guy who had a, a prostitute whenever he desired it okay Take that knowing who <laughs> you know what i mean but i did find this god created people to be virtuous but they have each turned to follow their own downward path how wonderful to be wise to analyze and interpret things wisdom lights up a person's face softening its harshness obey the king since you bow to god that you would don't try to avoid your duty and don't stand with those who plot evil for the king can do whatever he wants. His command is backed by great power. No one can resist or question it. Those who obey him will not be punished. Those who... This is the part where I think it was edited completely. I'm just going to read it. <clears throat> I think the chapter is ending right here. But I really think this was added later on. Because he does not talk about this at all. Until the very last chapter. Those who obey him will not be punished. Those who are wise will find a time and a way to do what's right. For there is a time and a way for everything, even when a person is in trouble. Indeed, how can people avoid what they don't know it's going to happen? None of us can hold back our spirit from departing. None of us has the power to prevent the day of her death. There is no escaping that obligation, the dark battle. And in the face of death, wickedness will certainly not rescue the wicked. I have thought deeply about all that goes on here under the sun, where people have the power to hurt each other. I have seen wicked people buried with honor. Yet they were the very ones who frequented the temple, are now oppressed in the same city where they committed their crimes. This too is meaningless. When a crime is not punished quickly, people feel it is safe to do wrong. Actually, never mind. Um, this is not the chapter that, that I was added. There's another one later that he talks about fearing God uh, and following his commands and things like that. But we'll go over that. When a crime is not punished quickly, people feel it is safe to do wrong. This is very true. Uh, you see this in class. Whenever you're in school and somebody does something that you're not supposed to, and he gets away with it, and you're like, oh my god, the teacher didn't say anything. And so you go ahead and do it. So when you see somebody getting away with being lazy at work, and you're like, oh my god, what? he's doing it and nothing's happening to him, I'm going to try it too. If people feel it's safe to do wrong, they will go ahead and do it. But it's often the, the fact that you do it 
Uh, oh, now it's bad. Now they catch you, but they didn't catch him. But even though a person sins a hundred times and still lives a long time, I know that those who fear God will be better off. The wicked will not prosper, for they do not fear God. Their days will never grow long like the evening's shadows. And this is too... This is not at all... What? This is not all that is meaningless in our world. In this life, good people are often treated as though they were wicked. And wicked people are often treated as though they were good. This is meaningless. This reminds me of a lot of people who are right now celebrities like Jordan Peterson, who is really helping people uh, with their depression and meaning. And they always portray him as a bad person for some reason. And then those who are actually bad, they like those who are insulting him, not letting him speak, um, blaming him for things that he never said or painting a bad picture about him. They are seen as if they are good <clears throat> something i like about i know that uh, one of my favorite uh, i don't know he's not a podcaster he was in the 50s but he said jesus was misunderstood gandhi was misunderstood um he goes on and says some more names to be great is to be misunderstood i love that phrase i know uh, it was repeated also bill some guy just repeated it no i don't know but it's a phrase that i love jesus was misunderstood gandhi was misunderstood to be great is to be misunderstood so yeah good people are treated as if they're bad and bad people are treated as they're good so i recommend and here's the one thing that i, so I recommend having fun because there is nothing better for people in this world than to eat drink and enjoy life that way they will experience some happiness along with all the hard work God gives them under the sun. This is a phrase he has repeated already for like the fourth time. <laughs> Eat, drink, and enjoy life. That's all that life is about. Basically enjoy the moment. Don't worry about uh, the future. Nobody can predict it. Only God knows he has a fate for you. Uh, enjoy something about your work. Just enjoy the struggle. Forget the hustle culture, it's meaningless, everybody dies, nothing is carried to the tomb. Enjoy your food. <laughs> Amen. It's just like, alright guys, now we can eat turkey. In my search for wisdom and in my observation of people's burdens here on earth, I discovered that there is a ceaseless activity, day and night. I realized that no one can discover everything God is doing under the sun. Not even the wisest people discover everything no matter what they claim. This too I carefully explored. Even though the actions of godly and wise people are in God's hands, no one knows whether God will show them favor. The same destiny ultimately awaits everybody. Whether righteous or wicked, good or bad, ceremonially clean or unclean, religious or irreligious, good people receive the same treatment as sinners. And people who make promises to God are treated like people who don't. It seems so wrong that everybody under the sun suffers the same fate, already twisted by evil, People choose their own mad course for they have no hope. There is nothing ahead but death anyways. <laughs> okay, mister. There is hope only for the living, as they say. It's better to be a live dog than a dead lion. Oh. Oh, okay. Or what is the other translation? Even a live dog is better off than a dead lion? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's better to be 
Uh, is it better to be a coward from a war that lived than a dead person who apparently died honorably? <laughs> what is that phrase about a thousand honorable souls? Uh, I don't know. It was a, a phrase that I really liked about that. I'm not gonna look it up right now. The living at least know they will die, but the dead know nothing. They have no further reward, nor are they remembered. Whatever they did in their lifetime, loving, hating, envying, is all long gone. They no longer play a part in anything here on earth. So go ahead, eat your food with joy, and drink your wine with a happy heart, for God approves of this. Wear fine clothes with a splash of cologne. Live happily with a woman you love through all the meaningless days of life that God has given you under the sun. The wife God gives you is your reward for all your earthly toil. <laughs> I love that part. I love it, love it, love it. So he goes again to repeat it, the same phrase as you always hear, but he adds a few things. Wear fine clothes with a splash of cologne. So, you, know, you know, enjoy yourself a bit. Live happily with the woman you love. And if you're a woman, I guess, live happily with the man you love. If you don't have any of those, I don't know, uh, find happiness in your work, in your toil, in your struggle, or in your family. The wife God gives you is your reward for all your, keyword right here, earthly toil or labor under the sun, which is going to be used as criticism later. Like, oh, well, he found everything meaningless under the earth like under the sun because because that's all material and the real meaning comes from god which is above the sun above the clouds above the earth take what you want from that <clears throat> for me it works the way this guy describes it whatever you do do well for when you go to the grave there will be no work or planning or knowledge or wisdom all your worries go away. I have observed something else under the sun. The fastest runner doesn't always win the race. And the strongest warrior doesn't always win the battle. The wise sometimes go hungry. And the skillful are not necessarily wealthy. And those who are educated don't always lead successful lives. <sighs> I feel that one. It is all decided by chance, by being in the right place at the right time. Mwah. Ecclesiastes 9.11 I know a lot of people here for example though um, skillful and not necessarily wealthy I know somebody who is a great youtuber and does great things but he doesn't do advertisement uh, he does patrons he never grew wealthy his videos are very slow extremely skillful guy but he's not wealthy and then there are those who are like scammers and they, they sell you a bunch of trash and they're way more wealthy than he is because they play the advertisement game. Now, those who are educated don't always lead successful lives. That's me right there. I'm educated and uh, I kill roaches and ants and <laughs> crickets, scorpions. Not exactly successful. Uh, I make it. I give it my own meaning of success and that's how I I find happiness in my struggle <laughs> but uh, to the standards of education it's not really successful it is all decided by chance by being in the right place at the right time and this I have to emphasize is very true 
there's a lot of people out there who are hustling like crazy and then there is one person who just uh, gets promoted randomly or meets somebody randomly at the right time and they get it they get all the success but uh, there are many celebrities many rich people out there but not one of them is you and you gotta learn that it's not for everybody is not people can never predict when hard times might come like fish in a net or birds in a trap people are caught by sudden tragedy i've been i've experienced tragedy myself eh? it was not expected at all here is another bit of wisdom that has impressed me as i have watched the way our world works there was a small town with only a few people and a great king came with his army and besieged it destroyed it you know a poor wise man knew how to save the town and so it was rescued but afterwards no one thought to thank him so even though wisdom is better than strength those who are wise will be despised if they are poor what they say will not be appreciated for long better to hear the quiet words of a wise person than the shouts of a foolish king better to have wisdom than weapons of war but one sinner can destroy much that is good as that flies cause even a bottle of perfume to stink so a little foolishness spoils great wisdom and honor a wise person chooses the right road a fool takes the wrong one you can identify fools just by the way they walk down the street <laughs> okay if your boss is angry at you don't quit a quiet spirit can overcome even great mistakes uh, let me read another if a ruler's anger rises against you, do not leave your post. Calmness can lay great offenses to rest. Uh, I guess it's just like, don't be angry. Like, don't fight fire with fire. If somebody's angry at you, just be at peace. Don't scream at them back, because it's going to get worse. There is an evil I have seen under the sun. The sort of error that arises from a ruler. Fools are put in many high positions, while the rich occupy the low ones. Ooh, fools are put in high positions. Sheesh, I know everybody can blame, you know. Wait, why is my boss my boss? I got more than he has. Hey, why is the president there and not this other guy? Hey, why politicians this? <laughs> e I have seen slaves on horseback while princesses go on foot like slaves. Whoever digs a pit may fall into it. Whoever breaks through a wall may be bitten by a snake. When you work in a quarry, stones might fall and crush you. When you chop wood, there is danger with each stroke of your axe. Using a dull axe requires great strength, so sharpen the blade. That's the value of wisdom. It helps you succeed. If a snake bites you, before you charm it, what's the use of being a snake charmer? <laughs> okay. Wise words bring approval, but fools are destroyed by their own words. I guess it means like being smart is cool, but using that knowledge is better. You can know what to do. You can, but if you don't use it, it what's the point? <clears throat> right. So the example, you know how to charm snakes but if you don't charm it and it bites you well what's the use 
<laughs> I, I guess like maybe you're a great you have a great physical for running right and there's a fire and it's in a building and you're in the building and for some reason you just you, you, you walk out of the building i guess instead of running and then you burn alive and you say hey what was the use of you being a runner if you're gonna walk like a dumbass <laughs> i'm pretty sure there's better examples out there but that one made me laugh wise words bring approval but fools are destroyed by their own words fools base their thoughts on foolish assumptions so their conclusions will be witness madness play stupid games win stupid prizes that's not what he said that's what i say they chatter on and on no one really knows what is going to happen no one can predict the future oh and fools no 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 the toils of fools worries them they do not know the way to town <laughs> Fools are so exhausted by a little work that they can't even find their way home. Oh, <laughs> What sorrow for the land ruled by a servant, the land whose leaders feast in the morning. Happy is the land whose king is a noble leader, and whose leaders feast at the proper time to gain strength for their work, not to get drunk. So yeah, a, a king that is good is somebody who eats to get strength and not just to get crazy I, I guess it's like somebody who is very conscious and always aware of what they're doing as long as what they're doing is improving them them or improving others that's a good leader or noble leader but if what they're doing is just uh, wasting time wasting resources like getting drunk then it's just uh, not a good leader right there Laziness leads to a sagging roof. Idleness leads to a leaky house. Yes, if you're too lazy, a lot of your mm, responsibilities are going to stack up. If you are idle, like just do nothing, a lot of those problems that have been stacking are going to start actually damaging you in some way. So if you never pay your credit cards and you never do anything to pay them, they're going to start coming I don't know, get phone calls, get letters, uh, get knocks on your door. I don't know what happens. A party gives laughter, wine gives happiness, and money gives everything. <laughs> Never make light of the king, even in your thoughts, and don't make fun of the powerful, even in your own bedroom. For a little bird might deliver your message and tell them what you said. Um, I guess that this is maybe back in the... In like when you live with people who are snakes who are going to not really your real friends and they're gonna just take everything oh you know what he said about you they just want to make drama send your grains across the sea and in time profits will flow back to you but divide your investments among many places for you do not know what risks might lie ahead look at that Ecclesiastes the depressed man is teaching you about finance don't put all your eggs in one basket. Every finance advisor knows this. Don't put all your money in one stock. Uh, divide it among many stocks. So, for example, if you put a lot on, let's say, medical stuff, and then COVID happens, maybe you do good, maybe you do, do bad. If you put everything on electronics and uh, chip shortage happens, you do bad. So you got to put in 
different areas of the economy. Um, yeah. But divide your investments among many places for you do not know what risks may lie ahead once again. Nobody knows the future. Might as well don't risk it too much. When clouds are heavy, the, rains come, the rain comes down. Whether a tree falls north or south, it stays where it falls. <laughs> okay. If clouds are full of water, they pour rain on the earth. Whether a tree falls to the south or to the north, in the place where it falls, there it will lie. Whoever watches the wind will not plant. Whoever looks at the clouds will not reap. Just as you cannot understand the path of the wind or the mystery of a tiny baby growing in its mother's womb, so you cannot understand the activity of God who does all things. Plant your seed in the morning and keep busy all afternoon, for you don't know if profit will come from one activity or another, or maybe both. I love this one. Um, it says, uh, I can use a real life example right now. I am applying for jobs. And at the same time that I'm applying for jobs, I am also asking my current bosses for any availability of a position in the company. So that's it. It's like if I were just applying to jobs, it's like planting my seeds and just being ill but if i am planting seeds and keeping myself busy all afternoon is like i'm applying for jobs and i'm letting my job also know that i am willing to go up so it's true and now if the jobs also don't work for example if both things are considered planting my seeds i should also start working on a secondary way of income that way I can keep myself myself busy all afternoon. So it's a great advice for anybody. Plant your seed in the morning and keep busy all afternoon. For you do not know if profit will come from one activity or another. Or maybe both. It's basically don't wait. I know, I know this. Don't wait. Just keep working. Do, do your thing. And go ahead and do another. Light is sweet. How pleasant to see a new day dawning. When people live to be very old, let them rejoice in every day of life. But let them also remember that there will be many dark days. Everything still, <laughs> everything still to come is meaningless. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I was getting so hopeful. Thank you for reminding me everything is meaningless. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Imagine somebody's having a birthday. And it's, oh yeah, yeah, you're 22 now. But also remember, it's just gonna get bad from here on. <laughs> young people, it's wonderful to be young. Enjoy every meaning of it. Do everything you want to do. Take it all in. But remember that you must give an account to God for everything you do. It's basically like, yeah, do everything you want, but there will be consequences. So refuse to worry and keep your body healthy. But remember that youth with a whole life before you is meaningless. Mm, thank you, mister. Don't let the excitement of youth cause you to forget your creator. Honor him in your youth before you grow old and say, life is not pleasant anymore. <laughs> oh my God. Remember him before the light of the sun, moon, stars is dim to your old eyes and rain clouds continually darken your sky. Remember him before your legs, the guard, what? Your legs? I'm going to read the other translation. When the keepers of the house tremble and the strong men stoop, when the grinders cease because they are few, and those looking through the windows grow dim, 
When the doors to the street are closed to the sound, grinding fades. When people rise up at the sound of birds, but all their songs grow faint. When people are afraid of heights and of the dangers in the streets, when the almond tree blossoms and the grasshopper drags itself along and desire no longer is stirred, then people go to their eternal home and mourners go about the streets. Yes, remember your creator now while you are young, before the silver cord of life snaps and the golden bowl is broken. Don't wait until the water jar is smashed at the spring the pool is broken on the well. For then that dust will return to the earth and the spirit will return to God who gave it. Everything is meaningless, says the teacher. Completely meaningless. Keep this in mind. The teacher was considered wise, and he taught the people everything he knew. He listened carefully to many proverbs, studying and classifying them. The teacher sought to find just the right words to, to express truths clearly. The words of the wise are like cattle prods, painful but helpful. <laughs> painful but helpful. Yeah, truth hurts. Their collected sayings are like a nail-studded st stick with which a shepherd drives the sheep. But my child, let me give you some further advice. Be careful, for writing books is endless, and much study wears you out. That's the whole story. Here and now is my final conclusion. Fear God. This is the part that I'm telling you that it looks like very edited. This is my final conclusion. Uh, eat, drink, enjoy your wife. No. Fear God and obey his commands, for this is everyone's duty. God will judge us for everything we do, including every secret thing, whether good or bad. This is Solomon's Songs of Songs, more wonderful than any other. Oh, oh never mind, this is another thing. This is Song of Solomon. But uh, yeah, this whole chapter that I read, like the, the final one, when I just kept reading and reading and reading and reading, this part sounds like it was added. Uh, where is it? Here. It starts here when he says don't let the excitement of youth cause you to forget your creator honor him in your youth before you grow old and say life is not pleasant anymore ah, like this from here on it looks like it was edited because it starts to say that god is everything and well he it gets to like very strange <clears throat> and then what does he say and the dust returns to the earth and the spirit of God who gave it, blah, 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 blah. And then honor God and his um, commandments. All that seems weird because four times in this chapter, he repeats to the, everything is meaningless. He even says that the days that God gave you are few and, you, and meaningless. <laughs> so go ahead and enjoy your food, drink, your wife wear nice clothes, perfume, um, just enjoy your work, your own meaning. This is the main goal of this chapter. This part where he says, fear God and obey his commands for this is everyone's duty. This is like completely uh, out of the main story. You know, a story has to have a beginning, middle, ending or climax, conclusion, all that, and everything has to make sense. He never once mentioned to obey his commandments before. If he did, maybe it's like once, but he didn't detail them at all. He didn't say which his commandments were. In fact, he said, we are just like animals. We, when we die, we turn to dust. We do not know if we go to, if we go up and the animals go down, 
nobody has ever come back from death to tell us <laughs> he also says don't be too good or don't be too evil be a little bit of both um i don't think that's a commandment of god <laughs> he does say to fear god yes uh, he doesn't say to obey his commands or maybe maybe he referred no commands commandments oh that's exactly what he means commandments he uh, also criticizes god for giving you meaningless days uh, for making everything on earth meaningless <clears throat> and once again i will say uh, for me this whole thing is added for you maybe you like it and you get a different meaning out of it that's great i like the meaning uh you know when a story like a show ends on season two and you're like oh my god perfect ending and then they make season three and they give new problems in season four and season five you're like oh come on that was a perfect ending can we just end it there please can i just imagine i'm just gonna imagine that all the other seasons didn't actually happen <laughs> everything is not canon that's how i feel about this he the the way for me when he ended this whole thing is when he said so therefore i say enjoy your meaningless days that god has given you enjoy your drink your work uh, your food and your wife for this is your reward for all your hard work that for me is the ending of this chapter and i love it this guy is depression itself to the max uh what's better than being born uh being dead and what's be better than being dead <laughs> not being born <laughs> and what what you should do instead of going to parties you should go to, to what to to uh cemeteries <laughs> not cemeteries but like when people die and everybody's around there oh my god this dude i love how he would be cancelled right now and then he finds he finds one virtuous man among a thousand but no woman <laughs> but yet your reward for all your toil is your it's a woman i like do you understand what i don't i don't get it this guy is a lot of he also has contradictions he, he has contradictions i didn't actually go too much into detail in some of them because i don't want to interrupt a lot i i know it's already annoying enough that i'm interrupting every phrase that he says maybe go ahead and listen to an audiobook where ecclesiastes is is there just to read the whole thing without any interruption but sometimes he does interrupt himself like uh, i don't know there's no meaning in anything but also there is meaning in drinking eating and hard work but also but also no matter how hard you work and how much money you get you will die and that person who you give it to after you die will also die <laughs> so huh <laughs> so my take on this is live in the present enjoy the moment enjoy your youth enjoy your old age enjoy every season that goes that is happening to you whether it's bad or good whether it's sad or bad <clears throat> just enjoy every moment for god has given you something good yes but also when he gives you something bad it's also from him 
Regardless, there is no use in predicting the future. In fact, uh, was he saying there's no use in praying? No, he did say, he said something about don't make too many promises too quick to God or something like that, or just follow your word. Like, if you're not gonna, if you're gonna make a promise and not make it happen, might as well just don't make a promise. This is something even like my lady, my fiance has told me. <laughs> it's like when I promised her that, hey, we're gonna go out this place, and it's like, oh, I don't feel like going anymore. And she's like, I am ready, I am ready, made my idea that I wanted to go. And then she told me, just if I'm not gonna do it, just don't tell her, because <laughs> I just give her hopes and then break the hopes. So yeah, that's true, please. Uh, making a promise and following up is better than not making... Oh, it's better... Um, you get it. You get it. That is uh, Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes. Uh, my favorite chapter that I've read so far. If anybody had read me the part of the Bible, or at least told me that this guy exists, I would have loved the Bible. I wouldn't have been so critical against religion. <clears throat> as many have been before me and will be after me as everything has been done after, under the sun will be it's incredible just um, and this what I'm doing sharing free ideas with you uh, for free is <laughs> completely meaningless by the way and you listening to this and learning all this wisdom is also meaningless because you like a fool will die whether you're wise or dumb. <laughs> My God. Wouldn't you love to invite this guy to a party to your home? Hi, Clausius, I made you this wonderful dinner. Eggs and bacon. And, and he's like, yes, enjoy food. I brought you wine. Yeah, I like wine. And then he finishes everything. And he's like, yeah, I like that. But also, I'm going to die. So... <laughs> What's the point of having a good meal? <laughs> I don't know. I love him. I am glad that I didn't meet him. But I also know that we all have a little bit of him in us. And uh, my favorite phrase, once again, that where it all began is Charlene told me about this guy one night. Well, he told, she told me the phrase that was very sad about <clears throat> something i don't know what it was but then she was complimenting me on things that i do right and she was telling me how i'm so wise and and i give her a lot of mm, insight on things she was praising me on this and it didn't make me feel good but also when she said this like oh you're so wise and this and that i instantly thought and told her yes but at what cost and then she told me, hey, ex exactly what you said reminds me of this phrase. With great wisdom comes great sorrow. And with great knowledge comes great sadness. And, and that very night, I googled that phrase like, oh my god, I love this. Where did it come from? It comes from the Bible. <laughs> I know, she told me that it comes from the Bible. But when I googled it, I saw that it wasn't just a phrase standalone, like I just kept reading more, 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 more. I'm like, oh my god, I'm loving every single phrase of this of this chapter, whatever I'm reading, I like it. I identify a lot with this. Now, he's a bit too exaggerated, but I identify with it. 
and I just ended up reading the whole chapter that night. I, I didn't sleep. It was like 12 when she told me that. And then I slept until 4 or 5. And I was excited. I was full of energy just like right now. Ah, just sharing this perspective is something that I felt that it would have helped me a long time ago. <laughs> For a, still a reason that I do not understand. But it just... How am I telling you? I have certain beliefs that are very challenging to people who are religious, but I am very happy with my beliefs. And these people just don't understand how I can be happy with such beliefs. Like, it's very strange. I'm not gonna go over them right now, but if I say them, I know you will also think, oh, that's strange. How are you happy with that? But when I hear this guy's perspective, I'm like, hey. I am um, somebody here supports me like he also has a really strange perspective and he seems to be oddly comfortable with it <laughs> let's say and so am I my own beliefs my own interpretation of the Bible of God and the afterlife is my own and I feel very happy with it even though it's very bleak by the way in fact uh, it may change as the years go by, I know it will, but you know what, I'll share a bit of it. For now, I believe there is no heaven, earth is hell, um, earth is also heaven, it's both he hell and heaven, um, and that's it. <laughs> and God is there, of course, but he just does what he, he does. What he does. You can follow him or not, and it can go either well or it cannot. I recommend following him, but man, he's a terrible teacher sometimes. <laughs> he does these things like when he said here that yes, when good things happen, thank God, but when bad things happened, you know, it also is from God. So there you go. And these types of um, beliefs of mine, it gives me peace in some strange way. Because I think I would be too, um, too worried if actually pe if heaven existed, and there's a chance that I'm going to hell, because I used to believe that when I was a kid, and that gives me a ton of anxiety. I hate it, because um, then everything takes you to hell. Then if people are actually in heaven looking at me, I get extremely uncomfortable when I'm pooping and taking a shower. <laughs> So I prefer them not to, to exist. <laughs> also, why would they be looking at me? Don't they have better things to do in heaven? Like, you know, you're in heaven. Go ahead and enjoy it. You're, you can fly and you're in eternal ecstasies. Why are you looking at me pooping? <laughs> and uh, there's the other phrases like, if God exists, why such great evil is on earth? And that also is very conflictive. And I'm thinking, yeah, well, you know. Earth is, is hell. I have my own perspective on it. <clears throat> when uh, the devil uh, tried to offer Jesus, uh, what was it? He was 40 days and 40 nights not eating. And then the devil is like, come on, Jesus, stop doing this. I'll give you the earth if you kneel to me. And he said, nine. Suck my dick. And... <laughs> And then, but but I take that like, wait a minute, the devil can give the earth to G 
Jesus, why the hell does he have the earth? Huh? Huh? And then there's religions that don't believe in hell. I think the... I don't remember which one it was, but there's there religions that don't believe in it. <clears throat> they say, what? And then there's that phrase where, what is it? Um, the devil was kicked out of heaven and he was sent down to earth. So, wait a minute. So, the devil doesn't really have a special place for himself. And he's out there torturing humans. He was sent to earth and he is able to give Jesus the earth. So, is earth hell? Or is the devil just the owner of earth? Which makes it kind of hellish in itself. But also people can seek heaven on their own. So earth can also be heaven. Ah, it's very tricky. You believe what you want. I um, could be completely wrong because I just take this out of a few phrases. <laughs> As many other people do in their own Bibles. They just take, you take what you like and you throw away the rest. And that's exactly what I'm doing here. And I'm very happy with that, um, that version. I know that when tragedy happens to me, and it will, I will come praying to God and then I will try very hard to believe in heaven because I will want to meet the people afterwards. I know that's going to happen to me. <clears throat> so this type of belief, as with everyone, is ever-changing. I say, drink, eat, <laughs> you wear nice clothes, perfume, and enjoy your partner. This is and has been the Free Idea Podcast. Thank you for listening for me for an hour and 40 minutes. <laughs>